This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Get in that, buddy! Kralov, let's get the hell out of here. I don't really have time to think too much. Take that, beastie! <laughs> All right, I'm going to kill the motherfucker. Oh, that's a good idea, Doran. You should hit it. Doran's got a panicked face. Jack! Doran! What should we do? Jack has a very keen mind. I'm not a smart dwarf. There's something beneath the ice. Ready yourselves. Starts as kind of a loud yawning noise and turns into a scream. <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 75 on Thin Ice. MVP this week is Jamie DWN, who's joined us recently on Discord. Jamie's a real sweet guy and is a big fan of Dice Shame. Thanks for hanging out with us, Jamie. Thanks, buddy! Looking for an unforgettable audio experience? Check out Sound Booth Theater, a full-service audio production company that specializes in multicast audiobooks and sound-effect-enhanced deep dives, which add ambience and heart to the stories they read. Our very own Justin James is a huge part of this company, along with Jeff Hayes and a number of other fantastic narrators. Head to their site, www.soundbooththeater.com, to check out some amazing audiobooks and stories. Definitely go check them out. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's play some D&D. Get ready for a long intro. I, I'm in a worrisome place, guys, because I'm in a place where I really like my two sets of die that Uh-oh. I'm rolling with. Uh-oh. I need to That's replace one. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. I love these two <laughs> sets. I'm I'm I, we've done it. Mm-hmm. I just rolled a natural twenty, so I, I need to keep these sets. Sounds like you just wasted a natural twenty, is what I heard. Shame, I'm sorry. Shame. I'm sorry, Rob. That's all I'm sorry, Jeff. 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 Oh my god, did you guys re-listen to the start of this most recent episode? It's very good. I laughed so hard. Mm-hmm. Me too. Especially, what's uh, that thing called when you have music in the background? Everybody's like, oh, montage. The fact, yeah, that was great. I was like, oh, uh, my God. You know what? Our intro should just so be us funny. talking about how good our other intros like, are. Have you heard yeah, our other episodes? They are. fucking rock. If you haven't, if this is your first one, go back and listen to another one. I don't know. You want a recipe for popcorn? Go check it out. <laughs> People really liked that. Of course, mm. it's good popcorn. Anyway, it sorry, do your popcorn. proper intro. I mean, I don't really have a proper intro. Here I go. Do you guys remember that show, Fear Factor? Yes. yes. The one with yeah. Joe Rogan. I mean, Rogan. I know it existed, Ro- yeah, it was I've Joe never Rogan. seen an episode of it. Is it Joe Rogan? <laughs> yeah. It's Joe Rogan. And people ate, like, weird stuff and did weird stuff. Yes. That's the whole thing. I used to love that bugs. on Survivor when they had to eat the bugs. Oh, God. And I was remembering how Fear Factor, that was, like, a whole component of the show. It was, mm-hmm. like... Climb up really high and don't die. Get I I don't know entombed in concrete or some shit. <laughs> and then shit. eat this beat entombed in concrete. I don't know, dude. And <laughs> die. Then, like, Step I one. I think climb this mountain. Saw. Step two. Fucking <laughs> Are die. You afraid of dying. Just and do it. Eat Try this it. alligator. Saw off your own arm. He won twenty thousand dollars. Now let's chip him out. <laughs> I don't know. I just always thought it was kind of fun. No, it is. It's but that's very much show, you. Right? You like all that stuff. I do. Uh, I like the extreme stuff. I can't deal with that gross out kind of humor stuff. It's yeah. It's no good. You know what? I was really into that as well. I'm not going to lie. That was a good reality game TV shows. Like I was I really enjoyed it. I'm too empathetic or something. I just get too grossed out. I put myself right in like watching somebody else do something like that. I'm I'm right there and I'm like, "Nah, I can't. I don't want to eat a bug right now. I'm just not. Aww. It's no good for me." I'm I'm going to side with Justin because he and I haven't spoken yet and I'm thinking yeah. maybe we're on the same page because I'm kind Definitely. of indifferent. Oh, you're in? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm like, I, I definitely haven't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I watched the show sometimes. So I was like, oh, that's a thing. And uh, and that was the thing. And there was Yeah, you uh, and I are on the thing. same page. Because I'm, I'm very like, eh. Like, don't get me wrong. When it comes to those reality shows... Because Joe tends to like them, I can absolutely get whipped up into a frenzy. Mm. I'm not like like sitting in front of the TV watching like the Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise, right? Not that there's anything wrong with those shows. No, no, no. I know that Joe really likes the reality Survivor slash Fear Factor type show, and to yeah. my knowledge, that's the only two that exist in that circle. Joe Fallick or Joe Rogan? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Joe definitely likes. His but own show. if we are to talk about reality shows that you are into, Harlan, cooking reality shows. Oh, absolutely. You were into that. To a degree. I like oh. cooking. 
But there is a spectrum where the reality aspect takes over that I become mm. extremely disinterested in. And yes. to use an example that we've been watching, The Great British Bake Off, I enjoyed – we watched a few seasons. We watched the first two seasons, three seasons. And then – Is that what it's called though? The Great British the Baking Bur- Isn't it called – Baking I think it's show? actually just the Great British Baking Show. That's the Great British Bake Off. Everyone yeah, calls it Bake Off, really but it's not called Bake Off. Regardless, there's an element where the the reality TV takes too much, and I get disinterested, mm-hmm. and that's kind of happened. I, agree. I think we got four seasons in, and they're only like eight episodes each, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of good to take a break from this because it becomes too much, especially the American shows, man. Oh yeah. The worst. Is she going to be able to take the flan out in time? That was like that um, flan. Nailed flan. it. Yeah. Does she know right? how to pronounce flan or flan? <laughs> Which is it? Do I know how to pronounce it? <laughs> Joe will make the argument because they do not know what a fucking macaroon is. You know what? It's so funny because in the first few seasons, Paul Hollywood fucks it up consistently over and over again. And then in like season three or something, he kind of figures it out. He's like, oh, it's a Does macaron. anybody call him Pollywood? But they're the same thing. They're, there's a great video by by Adam Ragusa who breaks down like macarons and macaroons are the same thing just filtered through like they're very recent like the very recent that macaron as a French oh that's a fancy thing that's a new dessert it's brand new like within our lifetimes invented and given the name macaron to sell to yuppies like it's not an it's not a old dessert with a. It's still a real thing though. What? Doesn't a macaroon have like coconut in it though? I'm gonna yeah. you should watch. But this aren't video. they spelled different? The st- they are. Like it's oh. it's not a dessert with a long storied history. It's a dessert sold to kids. <laughs> you know what I hate in cooking shows? You ready for this? Tall burgers. These stupid Gordon Ramsay burgers that are like a foot tall and mm. the burger is like a piece of meatloaf. Yeah. And you have to literally saw it in half and flip it over and use a knife and fork to eat a burger. I cannot stand tall burgers and they need to go. Your mouth just ain't big enough, Harley. No, I'm not a fucking snake. You know what? I I, I have to say that I'm probably going to be on my own here because I'm not really a Caesar drinker, but I see these Caesars that have like a freaking meal stacked on top on a pin. Oh, that's fair. You know, stuck into the drink. And it, and it yeah. kind of irritates me. I'm like, pick a drink or pick a meal. Like Okay, so really not a- in the frat house of Dice Shame... When it comes to watching TV together, Alex and I are on the couch when we're watching Fear Factor. We're all mm-hmm. into it. Harlan and Justin are going to hang out for a little while, and then they're going to go play video games. With Rob, our nice flat burgers. Rob is in a different <laughs> room because he can't watch the show. However, when the Caesars come around, Alex cannot stand the salad Caesar. I need my Caesar to have at least three kinds of vegetables in it. Yeah. I want a pickled bean. I, I want a stock of cucumber. I want a piece of... That's okay. fine. I literally saw, I think my wife was out, and her and a girlfriend had these Caesars that had like a fucking clubhouse sandwich pinned on mm-hmm. top. Yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. It was like clubhouse I'm sandwich involved. and then a donut and then an ice cream sundae pinned on top. A donut? I'm like, <laughs> what in the hell is going on there? But to put it in perspective. It's like a $25 I don't think, drink. I don't think Joe necessarily likes those tall things as much as you like the pickled things on it. Because if someone was like, would you like one in your drink or would you like an entire plate of pickles, pickled radishes, pickled cucumbers, and pickled pickles – would you not take just the pickled thing? I think you Correct. just really like pickled things. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's an added bonus of how they're delivered the because you kind of get a freebie. I mean, for brined vegetables. But I, yeah, and I just pulled that. German. I pulled that so in there like, because I, I would agree with you, Harlan, on the big hamburgers. It kind of goes hand in hand. You know, like tall burgers are the worst. Tall burgers, you can't bite into them. You're using I, maybe I got a big mouth. I'm I'm very ambivalent to tall burgers. They're fine. They're not my favorite, but whatever. I don't. I eat them. Um, yeah, and I I don't care for Caesars. I'm the worst. I, I got no. I got no friends in this. Come on, yet. Rob. I join us. Rob, the pickle you, you, things. I'm you, there for that. Uh, I'll, I'll you just, yeah, but, just but, don't like oyster but, juice. Can we just circle back to that tall burger thing? What do you mean? What do you mean you don't care about tall burgers? They're the worst. What, what, how are you going to eat a tall burger if Divisive. it comes to you? I mean, Maybe you've never had a tall burger. I, defi- I definitely have, but you tall. can... They, everything has a corner, and you just bite into a corner, and maybe you don't get one of everything in the whole thing. It, it literally doesn't no, have a corner. No, no, it's a they circle. don't have corners. You have to cut them in half. Have you seen a tall burger? Yeah. I'm talking about like a tall burger, bro. <laughs> have you seen a tall burger? Uh, bro, have you seen a tall burger? I'm, yeah, he's seen a tall burger. I'm certain I have. I don't think this is all going to make it into the intro. Oh, it'll I would make it in. Not. It must. The, I it mean, must the sort of reality in. TV I can watch a ton of. Did anybody watch? Project Runway. Oh, Project, Project Runway. No. Oh, man. Anything that, that is it? like, these are artists being creative and thinking through problems where they're given like, you have macaroni, make a dress. And I'm like, oh, fuck, how is that even possible? And then someone will do it and it's immaculate. And you're <laughs> that's, like, that's stunning. Kind of like drag show. Or the, there's like a glass blowing one. Drag race. I would have guessed, if I was going to, I thought if you liked a reality show, Rob, I would have guessed you were into like a terrorist house type. <laughs> I, I've never terrorist watched house a terrorist house. Is that a uh, terrorist house? I've never heard of it. I would be surprised if you yeah, just liked that, that. I think you'd enjoy that. You know what I, you know what I think I, I hate more than tall burgers is, is flimsy buns that yeah. just mm-hmm. are just full of air. Oh yeah, they're bad. A tall burger with a good structure to it compared to like a short one that's made of shitty stuff that falls apart in your hands. Absolutely. <sighs> I disagree. Should we play some D&D? Fuck yeah. Yeah, here's a segue. <laughs> oh, there it was. We were here's looking for segue. it for so long. <laughs> Speaking hey, about a, a story about a hamburger. So Harshnag is leading the way. He's traveling with you guys to Everland, but he's taking the back roads. Because he doesn't want to be on the road seen with you guys. It's a bad look to be hanging out with giants but saying that you're a giant killer and he he hears what you say about these dwarves and maybe it not looking good for you guys so you're keeping it on the down low he's uh he's taking you through the wilderness a little bit red's eating his breakfast meal from kraloth kraloth these are fantastic i I feel a little bit temporarily stronger yeah yeah about three temporary hit points stronger for each of you. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's very tasty. I gave one of these bits of jerky that cured overnight to the, the giant as well. It'll make you stronger. It disappears between two of his teeth. <laughs> yeah, he just gets it stuck there. <laughs> if you get a splinter, <laughs> this'll help. It's mid-morning and the sun is bright. Although it is very cold, the snow is shifting across the surface of the land, mirage-like. And uh, Are we still in the trees or like out on a field? You're kind of out in the open, though you're away from the road, so you can't see the road. There's maybe a couple of hills between here and there, um, maybe a wooded area. I think Red is taking the lead, the far lead, maybe 20 feet ahead of everybody. I'm sort of in the back, I would say. Yeah, Jack likes being in the middle somewhere. I think he's he's got Kieran flying circles up above, trying to see interesting things and and update this like map of of the surrounding area with anything we yeah. see. And Kraloth is next to Jack, ushering Jackson to try to follow Kieran. Be like, Come on, you can <laughs> do it. 
You can do it. Yeah, Jackson's taking some nervous circles in the sky. Not really used to being out in the open land like this, but, you know, taking a cue out of Kieran's book, and I think they're becoming friends. Nice. And Harshnag is probably uh, maybe keeping pace with you, Red, but, like, also leading the way, but sort of keeping a little bit of distance between himself and the rest of the party. Well, it's a nice day. Very peaceful out. It's kind of cold crisp out, isn't it? Mmm, like a pink rose apple. Mmm. Mm, mm. Yeah. The quiet of the morning's trek is broken by a deep groaning sound. Uh, <laughs> Jack, quiet down back there. Uh, I know we're going back to Everlund, but... It's just the worst. Uh. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? And maybe, Red, with your high passive perception, you're the first one to intuit the meaning of this growing noise, this loud sound that starts to reverberate from underneath your feet. And you have just a moment's notice before the ground beneath you starts to shift. Everybody, make a dexterity save. Uh Uh-oh. Dexterity. Dexterity. Dexterity is my dexterity. 11. Fail. No! 17. Succeed. Nice. 16. Succeed. 7. <laughs> Fail. Succeed. Uh-oh. And Harshnag fails as well with a 10. Uh-oh. Insta-death? With this creaking, groaning sound, the snow and ice underneath your feet starts to shift and then crack. As water opens up underneath you. Oh, shit. Kraloth and Doran, you're unable to jump to safety. But Jack and Red, you keep your feet. And you see just off to the side, Harshnag also loses his balance and falls into this gaping rift in the ice. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, shit. Fuck off. I'm, I'm just rolling. You always great. say fuck off after fuck initiative. Off. Yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Natural one. Ooh. Oh, for shame. Oh, shame. Fuck off. Man. Fuck off. And also natural one for Harshnag. Oh, oh, come on. Shame, shame. We were not Sorry, prepared. Guys. Tell we me what is this dice shame game. Holy gagging. <laughs> uh, what about Doran? <laughs> Doran got a Doran's roll in the foreign. A four? Yeah. Okay, good. Doran rolled a four. Alex rolled a four for Doran. Five for Jack. I got a 23. Oh, is that it? Kraloth? (laughs) 14. Not bad. In the middle. Okay, guys. So we have Kraloth, we have Doran, we have Harshnag all going in the drink. It is cold ice water below dark and deep yeah not fun wearing full body armor additionally with this red it's your turn and you hear another sound starts as kind of a loud yawning noise and turns into a scream (sighs) oh fuck Doran, is it cold? (laughs) Oh, yes, it's cold. Oh, so cold. Uh, Can I discern where it's coming from? 
Underneath you. Oh, fuck. Red panics. He spins around to see this massive break in the ice. How big is the water exposed right now? I mean, it's kind of a jagged, large break, probably, unfortunately, caused by Harshnag's huge mass. It stretches between, you know, 30 and 40 feet in all directions. Okay. Kind of jaggedy shards of ice. Red hears the breaking of ice deep beneath his feet as well and sort of takes a half step back. He reaches back and he tears a patch from his new robe and he throws a 12-foot rowboat towards Kraloth, which lands (laughs) in the water with a and this rowboat just like appears before you, Kraloth. What in Kelivor? Wow. Get in that, buddy! You too, Doran! Um, because I think it's going to be much easier to get in a boat than to try to climb back on breaking, the ice. breaking ice. Brilliant, Harlan! Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so this 12-foot rowboat just appears. Then Red yells to everyone, There's something beneath the ice! Ready yourselves! And I'll go 30 feet towards the direction we were heading to get some distance from the breaking ice. Cool. Okay, so Kraloth, you're floundering in the water. Right beside you, this little patch of fabric lands and then whoop, morphs into a large wooden rowboat. <laughs> Jack, you are just adjacent to Kraloth, but you've managed to cling to solid piece of ice. And then Doran, you're floundering nearby. Mm, yeah. All of a sudden, you feel the water under your feet move with the passage of some great creature and it breaks the surface of the water in a shower of ice. Oh my god. This creature has a huge long serpentine body topped with spines. It's blue and yellow in color and it's got kind of an insectoid face. Hmm. It screams at you again for disturbing it (laughs) in its sleep and then tries to eat you, Kraloth. I hope it doesn't. 27 to hit. That hits. Ooh, ooh, wah. You're not going to like this. I am not. I know for sure I'm not. You take 35 piercing damage. Oh. Oh. And. 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 12 (laughs) lightning damage. What? Whoa. The fuck? Yeah, as electricity just charges between its mandibles and electrocutes you. It's like 47 damage, period. You are also grappled. Oh, fuck. What's your HP? Uh, I believe it is at 26. Holy shit. Kraloth, it's your turn. So right now, Kraloth, you're considered as being held out of the water. So this creature has taken you in its terrible jaws and is holding you like five feet in the air. So Kraloth is completely surprised. One minute he's falling into frigid icy water. The next he's in the jaws of this giant frigid monster. Yep. And he is just on impulse going to try and break free. Make a strength check. And I am going to use inspiration. Not a bad idea. 18. That'll do it. Nice. You squirm out of this creature's jaws using your substantial strength to pry its mandibles open and you fall splashing into the water below you. What do you do now? That's your action. Then I am going to 
as a bonus action, cast Sanctuary on myself. Mm -hmm. So whenever this creature tries to attack me again, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. And as a movement, I'm going to pull myself up onto the ice. So Kraloth, you pull yourself up out of the water onto the ice and just lay there (laughs) bleeding (sighs) at Jack's feet. Jack, what do you do? Kraloth, let's get the hell out of here. Okay. (sighs) And I'm going to grab the spell guard sphere and reach down and grab Kraloth and explode with a thunderous energy that's going to catch this thing to make a constitution save for me, please. DC 15 constitution? That's the one. 16. So he will take 10 points of thunder damage and we will appear 30 feet beyond red somewhere. Cool. So you travel southwest kind of perpendicular uh, to the shoreline approximately. Yeah. Just trying to get a little bit of distance between us and this creature. (sighs) Just looking at the creature while we were casting that spell, am I able to learn anything about it? Have I heard any stories about this sort of thing? Do I Have I heard of this kind of critter? They're not terribly common. You can roll a nature check. I got a, I got a 12. Yeah, you've never heard of this creature before. Oh, ice bug swimmy thingy. Yeah, so what does your, your spell explode? <laughs> you teleport yourself into an unoccupied space within rain. Da, da, da. Immediately after you disappear, a thunderous boom sounds and each creature within 10 feet of space... Uh, you left must make a constitution save. Mm. You know, it's a thunderous boom. So as you reappear just behind red on the ice, you hear a cracking boom as some of this ice gets demolished from where you were standing. Doran, it's your turn. You are floundering around in the ice. What do you do? Oh, Doran is... Uh, like, do you think from the waves and stuff, the boat might have made it closer to me? Probably not. <laughs> Good use of my boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to use it, but I guess what's going on in Doran's mind? He's still my little, uh, you know, courageous dwarf. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna face it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run because so I can't. you can swim for it's double movement to swim okay. through this icy water. I get up onto the boat. Yeah, am I in within range then of this? I guess I yeah, am, eh? you're you're right up next to its writhing, <laughs> gross body. You see that it's got like eighty little arms that are topped with these pincers um, that have oh. like fins on them. Okay, okay. So I'm looking at this from the bright side, and <laughs> little arms to swing at. So okay, I'm gonna make two attacks. Okay. Because that first one was a two. I'm gonna reroll. I'm gonna use lucky. Okay. Because I want these to hit. You want do you want them to hit? Oh, that's a good yeah. idea, Doran. You should hit it. Uh, Go for it. Yeah, Doran is stupid. Okay. Twenty-seven to hit. That hits. Nice. nice. There we go. Doing uh nine damage. Doran, as your axe collides with this creature's body, a bolt of electricity just leaps out into oh. orc splitter and up the body of the axe, and you take nine lightning damage. Oh, oh man. Yuck. Okay. <laughs> you see Doran's skeleton. Uh, yeah, yeah, just for that <laughs> one second. Um, Doran and lights. I don't really have time to think too much, so I'm going to take a second swing. <laughs> I don't have time to think about why I just got electrocuted. Oh, so true. Um, oh. Admittedly, Doran is not a smart dwarf. <laughs> I'm not a smart Stupid. dwarf. I just, I'll show I you, figure... toaster. I'll stab you one more time. <laughs> 
standing there, teeth a jittering, beard icicles, um, you know, shattering <laughs> from lightning bolts. True. I I stand there kind of in shock and literally in shock. And I look over across the pond and I see Red with his bow kind of ready to take a strike and I and I yell, Red, yeah. he's gonna electrocute me again. Shoot him. You're gonna add five points to your damage if you hit this guy. So go for it. All right, Doran. Oh, natural twenty. Oh, are you kidding me? Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-six damage. Nicely nice. done. Whoa. Thanks, Doran. Uh huh. <laughs> are you all right? <laughs> he stands there frozen. Harshnag pulls himself up out of the water onto the ice beside this creature and takes a step back and with his long reach attacks with his great axe. He's going to swing twice. Oh, that's a natural 20. Nice. Yes. I actually get to use it this time. Hey. We're not going to interrupt It's so exciting. One. I'm going to use my phone because there's too many dice. You're on the side Harshnag. of the heroes. Harshnag is a Good sign. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna roll six d12. Hmm. That's forty-five damage. Wow. And he's hey, gonna oh. roll it again. Uh, he makes a second attack. That's a heck of an axe. That was only fifteen. Mm. <laughs> so he just like hacks a good portion of this creature's little tiny legs off on the one side, oh, and man. then takes another swing, but he slips on the ice, and another huge portion of this lake cracks and falls into just shards of ice. He falls back down through the ice as it dissolves into shards underneath his feet well, and splash, he falls in. Well, good call on going to the boat, That's Doran. great. Yeah, because Doran, <laughs> yep. you're fine. You're still yep. sitting pretty in this boat. Sitting pretty frozen. <laughs> well, well said. Uh, Red, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to kill the motherfucker. Oh, no. Oh, no. What did you get? That's only a f- eight. No, that misses. It's not going to do again. it. Come on. Here we go. I'm still going to use my sharpshooter. He catches the arrow in midair and then just snaps it in his little Amanda bows. And as he's snatching it, I shoot at him again with a, oh, 24. Oh, motherfucker. So, like, it cre- catches the first one. And Red almost did it purposefully as he fires the second one. Now that he's like just got the first one, it opens a, a weak spot under his arm, and the second one sinks in. Which arm? Third one from the left. The one that's not there anymore. It's just a hole. It's 23 damage. Good job. Suck on that. And I'm going to move back my full move action with mm-hmm. feline agility. Leaving Doran relatively alone on the ice. He's got a giant with him. The creature grabs you in its jaws, Doran. With a, ooh, 20 to hit. Dirty 20. Damn it. Doran, you take 44 piercing damage. Oh, fuck. And 10 lightning damage, and you're grappled. Oh, my. Doran, you try to break free, but you're you're clamped securely in this creature's terrible jaws, and you're helpless as it takes you under the water into the dark and cold. Doran, Doran! <gasps> and this is where audience, you're all gonna hold your breath <gasps> till I come back up next week. 
<laughs> Should we play through the rest of this Absolutely. battle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So unfortunately, this creature is no longer visible, and neither is your friend Doran. Kraloth, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Kraloth is going Kraloth. to take a nap. Push himself up off the ground. <sighs> Say thanks, Jack. Oh, thank Kellum for you. Thank Kalimvar you were there. <laughs> and Kraloth, as he pushes himself up, he's going to stagger forward and he's going to cancel his sanctuary and he's going to cast Beacon of Hope on himself. Okay. Uh, as he tries to make his way back towards the ice. Where's Doran? Can't see him anymore. Hey, Turkamanda! <sighs> Shit. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Everland. <laughs> <laughs> So the rules for holding your breath in D&D are such that you can hold your breath for a number of minutes equal to one plus your constitution modifier. Oh, that's pretty So you can hold your breath for quite a while, Doran. Several rounds. One plus my... So I can hold my breath for five minutes. Jack, it's your turn. What do you want to do? I'm running 30 feet towards the water. I am misty stepping Mm -hmm. uh, 30 feet under the water, and now I've got a swim speed of 40 feet to try and see the thing and swim as close to Doran and this creature as I can go as I dive down to try and get to Doran and this critter. Cool. Wow. That's your whole movement, right? Superhero Jack. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Don't forget there's Steven. Jack, you just like dash across the ice, jump in the water, and then... Yeah. Deep underneath the water. You see it there, this long form. It's bigger than you imagined. Oh boy, its body coiling and uncoiling in the depths. You're just seeing like sunlight coming down through the places in the ice where it's been exposed to open air. Mm -hmm. The water feels thick with cold. Yeah. And it almost takes your breath away. Bubbles just explode out of your mouth and then you see him. You see the face of this creature and Doran, small, struggling within its its mouth. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're about maybe 25 feet away from the creature. So I had 30 feet to get to the edge of the water. Mm-hmm. I misty stepped 30 feet so I, I became a mist and, and became mist 30 feet underneath the water. And then I can swim 40 feet because I have the ring of swimming. So that's 100. Okay, yeah. So if you use your ring of swimming, you yeah. can get right up to this beast. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to be within our arms reach a, a Doran, maybe just on the far side of him. Cool. Doran, it's your turn. Doran's got a panicked face. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's holding his breath. But mm-hmm. I'm going to second wind this. As a bonus action, which means I roll a d10, is <laughs> four <laughs> hit points, which seems so pathetic when it all comes down to it. Oh, I'm grappled, right? What do I have to do mm-hmm. to ungrapple? So you can make, as your action, an escape check, basically, where you can use athletics to try to escape. Right. 25. Nice. Yeah. So all right. Beautiful. Ungrapple. So you squirm free of this creature's grasp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the giant's turn. He's going to swim to the edge uh, of the ice and pull himself up. And he doesn't have a target to attack, so he's just going to move west along the edge of the ice. Cool. Red, it's your turn. Uh, Red shouts towards the water. Save and get in the game. And the dolphin just sort of pops up from the water, and he's like. Go down and see if they need help. And if they're in trouble, bring them this. And I reach into the bag and I toss the balloon backpack. Oh. 
I feel like that could be like a life preserver, right? Like you pull it, yeah, and yeah. it's like, poof, like it would just, you know, worst case scenario if Doran goes down, strap that shit on him, and, and the dude's gonna get back mm, on the surface. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I throw it at Steven. Steven's like, ah, and like puts it in his mouth and like dives down towards cool. the others. Yeah. And- Steven sees this full scene, this terrifying, undulating monster. Um, this monster lashes out at you, Jack, and tries to grab you in its jaws. Yay. It's a 29 to hit you. That'll hit. 36 piercing damage. Uh, that is a lot of piercing damage. And 12 lightning damage. Well, I have five hit points left. Oof. That's all you need. It's Kraloth's turn. Kraloth, you are standing on the shore. There are bubbles coming up from the water. Kraloth is going to shout, Jack! Doran! It turns back to red. Ooh. What should we do? We wait. Get ready. When that thing comes up, get close enough so we can give it the old one, too. All right. I'm going to try to get closer. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself as a level three. And because of Beacon of Hope, I get just max healing. So I don't have to roll any dice. Nice. So that's going to be... I'll heal a bunch. It's going to be a bunch. 24. So I heal 27. (laughs) Nice. Oh, so much art. Jack, it's your turn. You are being just cradled in this creature's jaws. Yeah, not loving that. Doran's within five feet of me, though. He still is. And so I think... Not being able to take another shot like that, I'm just going to reach out towards Doran, and the Spellguard Sphere is going to glow, and we're going to explode in a big whoomph of sound and head 90 feet towards shore. Cool. Nice. Under the water still, or just... No, up up on the ice, uh, <laughs> uh, trying to get, you know, at a... I wonder how easy it is for you to judge how high up you need to get. Mm. He Jack does have a keen has mind. a very keen mind. <laughs> That's true. You always know which direction is north. All right, you you slam into the top of the ice. No, I'm just kidding. You do great, and you land exactly where you want it to go, and everyone's proud of you. Beautiful. And this thing should make a constitution saving throw. It will. Or take 20 points of damage. Uh, 18. Uh, take 10 points of damage. I will. Thunder damage. Thunder damage. (laughs) Doran, it's your turn. (gasps) Takes a deep breath. Thank you, Jack. I got you, brother. That was uh, cold and shocking. Oh, I've got to, I've got to. There's nothing I could do here. Yeah. I disengage. I stumble towards the shore. And you know what I do? I, I start bundle, piling up some wood. I get up the bank. I mean, mm-hmm. it might Way come up the bank. across the ice and try to eat us, but at least we can't drown on land. Tear Jack's books apart to make a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I start I start building kindling. It's not funny. And shaky hands. and. Doran, great job. Retreat. Yeah. Build a fire. Warm up. Mm-hmm. Avoid hypothermia. <laughs> Harshnag is going to continue traveling around uh, this break in the ice. And as he does, more ice begins to crack and fall into uh, the lake. Oh. Kraloth, you fall in. Yep. But everyone else is now just fine. It's your turn, Red. Saving! I scream loud enough for him to hear me. And he pops back up. Get that onto Kraloth's back. Uh, and he sort of nods. And he's going to move. 60 feet and this little dolphin comes up and like helps you put on the backpack oh so cute oh oh, that's awesome Uh, thank you dolphin friend and then the dolphin looks back to me pellet 
no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be okay. I'll just. And the I'll dolphin nods, it. pulls the cord, and it immediately inflates. Uh, uh, yeah, you begin to move up uh, and out. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Ha, take that, beastie. <laughs> and he's like getting higher and higher. <laughs> and then I'm going to move 90 feet uh, to the south, which probably should be enough to get me to the shore. Fly down the hair, Kraloth. <laughs> I don't know how. For some reason, I know it's not, but for some reason, I imagine this attached to Kraloth's butt, and he's like floating with his <laughs> hands down. That's the image you get? <laughs> Maybe Steven put it oh, on him. Steven looped it on backwards. Yeah. He put his legs through the armholes. Oh, yeah. And he's just like got his hands dangling well, and down. That shield yeah. and the mace, that pulls you in it. You know, there's some gravity there. You're. <laughs> hey, at least I can defend myself like this. That's right. Looking at the base, yeah. And as you float up and over this frozen lake, Kraloth, you see the creature writhing around in the darkness in anger below you from being cheated of its prey. Yeah, and as I'm floating up, I'm realizing I'm getting higher and higher and higher, and I'm like, oh, too high, too high, too high. And then I see the water and floating ice just break apart as this maw of this beast yeah. just jumps straight towards me. And I'm like, yeah. higher, higher, higher! It closes its jaws just like feet from where you're hanging and then falls back with a huge splash into the water. <sighs> I'll see you guys at Everland. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Everland with a big friend. Thanks again to our Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Jessica Orrit, Colin Burkhart, Daniel, Doug, Katie Orrit, and Merlin. You make all of this possible. See you soon. The sound. I'll do the sound effects for the cracking ice. I'm just giving you stuff to use for your songs, Harlan. That's all. I appreciate that. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.